Hey everyone, it's Allie here from Empower Outdoors Podcast. If you've been listening, you know me a little bit. Um, I'm trying to do something a little bit different here in the beginning of each episode so you guys can kind of get to know me a little bit more. Um, obviously, if you don't, if you're not interested in that piece, you can skip through this segment. <laughs> but um, just kind of keep you all updated on what's going on in my life, my next adventures, um, and kind of just some thoughts that I have regarding the outdoors, the industry, and all of that. So we'll just start with this episode here. Um, again, most of my episodes are pretty unscripted. When I have guests on the show, I do, you know, a little bit of research. I, you know, want to know a little bit about them so that I can ask good questions and kind of dig in a little bit more into, you know, a good conversation. So, but this part, it's going to be a little unscripted. So you'll just hear kind of the raw version of what's going on in my life. (laughs) Um, Also, if you'd like to ask me questions, um, you can do so either um, on Facebook or Instagram, or you can send me an email and just, you know, if you if you want to hear something on this show, um, I'm always open to feedback. Um, I am open to questions, like I said, whether it's about me or, you know, something you have questions about in regards to hunting or how-tos, that kind of stuff. Just let me know. I think that remaining authentic and true to who I am throughout um, the whole journey in podcasting and the outdoors is super important to me and I want to be a good example for others and my daughter who is coming in June. So um, if you have any comments, questions, anything like that, let me know. Um, So next week I am heading to Florida. I mentioned it on my personal Instagram page, um, Alley Up North. But I'm heading to Florida in one week from today, Um, and I'm excited for the sunshine. I'm going turkey hunting um, with my dad and hog hunting, and I'm actually, this will be the first episode that I will um, record with Outdoor Bound TV, so I'm pretty pretty excited, kind of nervous. I'm not, um, you know, my goals in the hunting industry, I guess you want to call it, weren't to be necessarily a TV star. Um, but I really kind of connected with this show because it's it's one of those shows that they, you know, Kurt Walbeck, he's the host, but they care more about um, the story. And, you know, it, obviously hunting is a part of that, but the story and the people in within the hunting um, that they're doing. So I was really excited and um you know, to be a, become a part of that team. Um, I was announced in last July. I don't know. I haven't really, I don't know if I mentioned it on here even, but it's a local kind of show there. I mean, it does, it's on local channels here in Duluth. It's uh, channel 10 ABC. Um, depending on where you're at, you can kind of look up where Outdoor Bound TV, you know, shows, but yeah, it's, it's one of those local type TV shows that you can kind of connect with. And it's not just about you know, the, you know, getting the biggest deer every time. It's, you know, stories of veterans or stories of dads and daughters or, you know, um, I know last year Kurt went to Africa with his wife and 
um, another pro staffer and his wife, and they, besides hunting, they also went to a school and helped, um, they brought packages to that school with school supplies, that kind of thing. Um, so there's a lot more to it than, you know, just kill shots, I guess. So that's pretty exciting. I'm excited for the sunshine. I'll be there for a week. My parents are there already. They brought down my bow and um, my shotgun because it's shotgun turkey and it's um, bow for hog hunting. And I've never hog hunted before, so it'll be kind of interesting. I've been shooting year round, but I'm in leagues right now, so I feel still pretty confident in my shot. I still am shooting um, every week, so that should be all right. Um, of course, when I get there, I will be putting my broadheads to the test a little bit because I haven't shot with my broadheads since hunting season. So that's something I'll do. Um, so keep following along with my Instagram pages. Every now and then, um, I am a little bit quieter on social media, a little bit, um, I do a little less because honestly, um, I'm trying to get my business, you know, solidified and I'm working. Um, this podcast, I love it. Um, it, it's not necessarily a, a revenue <laughs> that I have in my life right now, um, but it's something that's a passion project, and I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, can get something out of it every episode. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce the next conversation with um, Jen Callahan. She is the marketing director for Go, the Go Wild app, and I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but it is honestly a really cool app. It's actually one of the fastest growing social media and activity tracking platforms out there today um, for outdoor enthusiasts. It's it's pretty cool. Um, you To me, it reminds me of a mix between like the RunKeeper type app, um, Instagram, I mean, because there's a photo element to it. Um, you'll learn a lot about the app itself in our conversation and kind of how it got started and one of the main things that's really cool about it is that it's designed with hunters in mind, with hunters and outdoorsmen and women. So there's not the, the same amount of like anti-hunting hate that you can find on other platforms. So super cool app. I hope you guys enjoy the conversation and um, learn a little bit about it along the way. So thanks for listening and enjoy the interview. So I'm here today with Go Wild App Chief Marketing Officer Jen Callahan, and I'm really excited to talk to her. I met her also at the ATA show a few weeks ago, and um, we kind of hit it off, and I knew that I wanted to have her on this podcast um, because of all of the great things that the Go Wild App has been doing recently. So welcome to the show, Jen. Thanks, Allie. Glad to be here. Yeah. So since I saw you last, um, I got on the app and I've been playing around with it a little bit but for those that don't know much about the Go Wild app or haven't explored it yet um, how would you describe it to somebody who would be new to it? Sure Um, well I think you know uh, there are a number of different things um, that I could say about it I mean it is one of the fastest growing social media apps for the outdoors Um, we just implemented activity tracking so 
that's something new, a new functionality um, that just launched. Um, but I think, you know, there are some things that are very similar to other social media platforms um, that, you know, will be uh, maybe the first impression. So um, if it's available for, you know, iOS and Android phones and in any of the, uh, you know, Google Play and Apple uh, stores to download. And the app is free to use. Um, as I said, the first impression I think will be the experience of seeing some of the feed for social media. So there will be posts from um, people that share um, interests in the outdoors and uh, including photos and a format that, you know, I think we're all kind of getting used to seeing um, within other platforms. Awesome. And I know that on there, there's things like they're called trails, right? So what, what would you say, you know, some of the lingo is on the app? So there's trails and logging <laughs> your time. There's a, it's a little bit of a learning curve, but pretty easy once you get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think the thing that, so there's two things that make, I think, our app different than others. One is that it is a common place for people that have um, the same common interests, right? So it's outdoors driven. Um, they're, you know, it's hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, cycling, fitness. There are a number of different things that can be um, followed. Um, so if, you know, when you're, if you're new coming into the app, you can choose, you know, what your interests are. And I think that helps to kind of tailor, um, the content. So you're seeing things that, um, that you want to see, um, but you can also unfollow some trails and, um, you know, if there's something that you're not as interested in, you don't have to see that. Um, and the thing that I like about that the most is that if you're following a person, um, you know, maybe you like to see, you know, their hunting um, experiences, but you don't want to, you know, come fishing season, you're like, oh, I'm sick of seeing all these fish that they're posting. You can unfollow fishing trail and not have to unfollow that person altogether. Um, so it does allow you to really organize and, and custom um, see the type of content that you want to. Uh, which is something that's a, a differentiator from some other platforms. Um, and then just the opportunity to be with like-minded people. I think that's the other thing that separates what we're doing on Go Wild from, from other spaces. It's, you know, a chance for, because it is like-minded people and you have common interests, you can openly share, um, you know, what you're doing, um, for that activity. So if we use hunting as an example and you have a success, um, and you want to post something about that success, you know, photo, whatever it might be, and the story to go along with it, you're going to get a reaction from the community that is very positive. And I think, you know, there's just some things that are happening in other platforms that are time consuming and sometimes exhausting, <laughs> at least for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have time to like explain to, you know, a, a larger group that doesn't understand what I'm doing um, right. or why. I mean, not to say that we shouldn't, because I do think there is a time and place for that too, because it creates awareness and, you know, we can certainly help to, you know, teach others, uh, you know, why, um, particularly in the hunting space, you know, we're doing what we're doing if we're hunters. But, um, but in the community on Go Wild, it is a, um, you know, it does create a lot of positive atmosphere. And I think where we've really seen that, um, 
benefit people the most is if they're new and they're looking for answers to um, questions they may have if they're trying to get into um, something that they haven't done before. Um, And it just allows them to get, you know, information from people that are experienced uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's, you know, one of the, um, you know, somebody that's a professional. It could be someone that has just done this all their life and they're willing and capable of um, helping others learn. Uh, I think it, it just really starts to um, draw people in because of that. It feels to me like the app itself is kind of, I don't know how to say it, like less scripted or less. um, I feel like, for example, like Instagram, not to drag on that, but it, it is one of those apps where I feel like people are trying to show their best self. Whereas I feel like go wild. I mean, obviously you want to put a good picture out there or whatever it is, but it does seem like it's a little bit more raw. Like they're sharing, you know, maybe it's not the most perfect image of their, you know, hunting adventure, but it is, it's real life and it's actually more relatable in some ways. Have you seen that? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the thing that I noticed uh, right away. I mean, I'm um, somewhat new to hunting, um, but I, you know, I certainly don't know what the do's and don'ts are when it comes to posting something on say Instagram. Um, And you know, but what I do understand is that there's a lot of um, work and thought that has to go into that um, because of the the rules and guidelines or even just the backlash that you might start to receive. So I do think you're right. It, there's something super authentic about what is happening within the community on Go Wild. Um, you know, I, I mean, I just can't emphasize enough how welcoming people are. There's, you know, a lot of you know, content that gets posted where, you know, someone's looking for, uh, you know, an answer to something and and they might be super experienced and, and been hunting or fishing their whole lives, but they still are looking for, you know, someone else to weigh in on maybe something that they're deciding to do different or looking for, um, you know, what the best gear is. Um, and there's not a lot of influence from, you know, a branding uh, or marketing side of things. It's truly, you know, someone that is, you know, using these things and wanting to provide like their experience and how they feel about whether or not it works. And I think that's something that's, um, you know, just giving people authentic um, information versus something that is more guided or influenced. Right. And so do you find influencers, I guess the, the term that a lot of people use on, on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. Instagram and all that, do you find them on this app or is it like you said, more normal people <laughs> without <laughs> as much, you know, uh, brand or company influence? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you're, you know, there's a little bit of both, but I think the thing that's really unique is that the way that we have things set up in the app. So I'll just touch a little bit on some of the functionality because I think it plays into why, why this happens. So if you think about, um, and, and using Instagram as the example that you brought up, it's, you know, if you have X amount of followers, you become an influencer. Um, So, you know, that means that, you know, brands or advertisers are paying attention to what you're doing because people are following you and paying attention to what you share. In our app, 
you know, the, the functionality that, and the features that we have in place, it's not about followers. Um, I mean, you can, you know, have a lot of followers um, or very little followers, but because the, you know, the trails that you're in are exposed to ed- anyone that's following them, it's really more about looking at your profile and, you know, if you have um, logged time for a number of different things, it helps to tell the story. So, for example, if you are, um, you know, going out and hiking and um, scouting for the sake and you're logging time, so you're tracking that within the app, it's going to accumulate, you know, that time and and. Um, experience that you're putting into it is going to accumulate that into what you'll see on a person's profile as a score. And it will actually tell you, okay, well, gosh, they've not only did they, you know, scout for, um, you know, their hunt and they put in, you know, time to listen to podcasts um, or, you know, they've, they've taken time to, uh, you know, maybe it's physical fitness that you're doing to prepare for, you know, hunting. All of those elements become a part of your entire story of what you're doing and putting into it rather than just seeing a um, picture or a post of a success. Um, And while we do want and encourage people to post, you know, their successes as well, it's really, it starts to become so much more of that and more about like their entire story of what they're doing and how they're preparing for, um, you know, whatever it is that, that they're interested in. And I think those scores will, I guess they sort of kind of work like an influencer in that if you see someone that has a high score, you're probably likely to um, think, okay, they, they put a lot of time and effort into this, so they probably know a little something about it. It's certainly going to be clearer to the people that you're interacting with that you have experience with it um, and you know, in, in some ways, I think that can be seen as, you know, okay, it just, it helps to tell someone else the, the story that you may have versus, you know, someone that's less experienced might have a, um, you know, they may not have, you know, logged as much time and, and, or activities related to, um, you know, whichever uh, outdoor um, interests that they have. Right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I know, um, it could really, you know, separate, separate the folks that are in it for the right reasons and some that might be in it for branding or that kind of thing. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I think too, you know, I, I don't want to understate how open it is for people that are new. Um, I mean, this is certainly a platform that is, you know, available to, um, you know, when we there's a lot of discussion about R3, and and you know, we we certainly want to have a modern way for um, people that may not necessarily know or have the background for you know hunting or fishing or other outdoor activities to find out information that they may not necessarily be have instant access to on other platforms and, and feel like they're in a safe place, right. Where they can actually ask, you know, some of the tougher questions and have people within that community, um, you know, just have a positive um, reaction to what it is they're trying to learn about. 
Right, because there's a common mindset among people that are on the app, it seems. Exactly. Okay. And you had kind of mentioned, you know, logging time and hiking or scouting or hunting time, that kind of stuff. And how does that exactly work? Does it just log your time? You know, like if you're scouting, for example, um, does it show on a map? Um, I know you mentioned something about Garmin. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, the So I'll start with the app itself. I mean, the functionality within the app, you can start an activity. So if you're going on a hike or a run or you are, you know, for you're specifically wanting to scout, you can um, go to the app and within the navigation, you get to the activity tracking um, portion of the app and just hit start. So if you think about other apps that have that same fa- functionality, um, personally, I u- used to use um, like a run keeper to, you know, start you know track like my distance and it would track um, the number of miles and my pace and things like that. Well, Go Wild now has that functionality too. So you can, um, you know, start an activity and along the way, it will capture, um, you know, uh, some of those pieces uh, and components of your activity um, with the combination of the Garmin integration. Um, it then pulls in some of your biometric data. Um, so if you're familiar with a Garmin or other wearables, um, it tracks things like your heart rate and in our app, you can just import that from the watch. So if you're wearing the watch and you're doing an activity um, and there are other activities in addition to that with uh, we have archery tracking um, and uh, and hiking um, as a part of that as well. But you can pull that information into the app and uh, it will automatically um, create a, a post for you that includes all of your biometric data and your um, you know, the distance that you've gone, your heart rate, your average heart rate during that activity. Um, and then as, as you're collecting all of that, if you happen to take photos along the way, um, you, let's say you're scouting and you see a rub or a bedding or something that you want to kind of keep track of, you can take a photo of that. And on the map, it will actually place that photo in the spot where you were when you took it. Um, and it's anonymous so that if it's like a hunting situation that you don't really want to share that with everyone, you don't want them to know exactly where you are. Um, it'll show, you know, it'll show your experience, but it won't, um, you know, show your exact coordinates. So (laughs) some people are very sensitive about that. So, um, it's important, but I think, um, you know, overall it creates a great way for you to organize information. So you can kind of, you know, keep that, you can share it with other people, but you can also kind of keep it for yourself. So if you're trying to, you know, explain to someone else, maybe you're bringing someone else out for a hunt. You're like, oh, I want to show you where I was and what I saw and, you know, and, and just kind of share that experience. You, it allows you to be able to show, you know, that in just a new and different way. Um, and then the piece that's really cool that people like a lot, it's hard to explain without actually physically trying it out yourself. But when you have the Garmin, um, uh, integration with Go Wild, and you have collected uh, that you've imported that data. Once the post is created, you can actually scroll with your finger. You can kind of scroll across the screen, and it'll show 
as you changed in elevation or as you changed um, in the activity, if your heart rate is changing, it'll show that, but it'll also pulse in your hand so you can feel the heart rate. So if I'm sharing an activity that I did on the app, you can pull up mine alley right now and hold your phone in your hand and scroll across it. And it'll, it'll actually pulse at whatever my heart rate was at that moment. Well, how, so is it like a vibrator? Like how, how does that feel? Yep. I'd it, have to, it, oh wow. It, yeah. It vibrates right in your hand. Huh. Cool. That's awesome. Um, I, I had a question when you were um, talking about, you know, say you're scouting and you take photos of a rub, for example, if you wanted to share that location with a friend or, or someone, say it's public land and you're hunting together, it's your hunting buddy, is that a capability at the moment? It's not at the moment. Um, I mean, there's in, in the research that we've done, there's so much sensitivity to, you know, sharing and, uh, you know, publicly uh, right. where those locations are or, you know, it's just so you I mean, it would be easy to explain it to someone um, you know, if, if you were doing that, um, you could, you know, if they know and are familiar with where you are, I think it would make it easier to, you know, show them like, okay, now this is where that was. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. It's hard to explain yeah. without the picture in front of you, but. No, I get it. I get it. I was just curious, um, if that was something that, that people did or could do, but I, I do know that it is kind of a sensitive thing (laughs) topic people don't like to share their spots and everything but you know if I was with my you know hunting buddy or if it was my husband I might share it with them but I also could just have a conversation too (laughs) so right yeah the other thing you, you mentioned logging time for like podcasts how does that work and how would like if you're a podcaster how would you use the app I guess on both sides yeah, I mean, it, it, I think there's some things that are super interesting about what happens around podcasts. I'm always surprised and, you know, kind of um, coming into, you know, I, I came on to Go Wild, I think I'm going on four months now. So when I first came into the environment and saw what was happening around podcasts, I was like, wow, this is interesting because it's, I don't know that this is happening anywhere else. And so, for example, if you listen to a podcast this morning and you log time for having listened to it, the app the app requires that you put a little blurb in there. So you have to enter some kind of text, right? So you can say, I enjoyed it and move on and just log your time. Or you could expand upon that and, and really talk about some of the topics that were discussed. Um, and where I've really seen this work well for the community is that it gives them a chance to share. I listened to this podcast. Here's what I got out of it and then create a conversation around it. And people may agree or disagree with different points, but it it allows them to have one spot where all of that is taking place and where I think that can help someone that, you know, does that has podcasts is they can see like, wow, this is, this is the number of people that are logging time that they're spending listening to me. And these are the types of conversations that are stemming from those topics. I mean, it could even help you create, you know, themes of things that 
work well versus things of things that don't. I mean, I think that one of the things we all learn about podcasts and, and listening to so many of them is, hey, I'm looking for something new. I want to, you know, be exposed to maybe something I haven't heard of yet. So it, it gives the community a chance to see and and know about podcasts they may not have known about. And then it gives podcasts, um, you know, uh, the people that are, are producing the ways to learn from what the community thinks about the content that they're creating. Right. And it is, that is the missing piece as a podcaster myself. That's kind of the missing piece that we don't get as much as that true feedback. And, and, you know, especially in an environment like go wild where it seems like it's an open, you know, people are sharing openly about say a podcast or their experience. Um, I could see it definitely being beneficial there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's certainly unique. Um, and another piece of the, the experience of being an outdoors enthusiast, you know, there's, there are a number of people that, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, signing up and doing something for the first time and just, you know, just really just going out and doing it with an outfitter or someone that is experienced. I think that's one person that's an outdoors enthusiast and that's their story. There are a lot of people that are putting in much more time and effort and, um, you know, a number of different things so that they can learn and grow and continue to learn and grow, even if they're super experienced. So listening to podcasts is one of those pieces of, of that. Um, and one of the pieces of the story in which might lead them to a success, right? So we really try to emphasize more than just the successes and, you know, because sometimes you, you can prepare and listen to podcasts and put in time and, and do so many different things that you're, you know, that are leading up to whatever, whatever it is that you're going out to do and then not have success. I mean, I like to fish a lot and there are a lot of times that I'm, you know, trying to all these new things and learn all these new things and listening to podcasts and putting in time to research, you know, new gear or new things. And then I go out and I don't catch anything. So I mean, it's just, that's the reality of what we're doing. And, but it doesn't mean that I'm not good at it. It just means that that's the way it goes sometimes. That is the way it goes. I mean, if you are an angler or hunter that has never been skunked, um, (laughs) you're, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's never been skunked to be honest. So (laughs) But exactly. I think it, it's great to be honest about those experiences too, that, you know, um, that you didn't have success and, you know, maybe, maybe there are some tips and pointers that someone could give you that would maybe help, um, for your next time. I mean, even if you're the most experienced angler or hunter, um, for somebody who is willing to learn, um, it seems like a really great environment. So yeah. And, and sharing those in a place where you're not going to get a lot of backlash. It's like, it makes it nice for someone that is, you know, maybe intimidated on in, in other spaces to, because people are going to be super uh, encouraging. I mean, they're going to, you know, just give advice or give guidance or, you know, even just say, Hey, that's the way it goes. And we've all been through it. You know, I mean, even just little things like that, especially for anyone that's new um, is, you know, it it helps, it helps to keep people interested. It helps to keep 
them, um, you know, hungry to, to, to do these things and not want to give up. So, um, you know, it, 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 there's just a lot of different parts of what is happening within that community that make it versatile for new and, and, you know, someone that doesn't know a lot about the activities all the way up to someone that's, you know, um, I don't know if I want to say professional, but, you know, someone that is very experienced. Yeah. Expert status, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you mentioned like backlash. Was that one of the reasons why the app itself started? Was there an experience that someone had that decided, hey, I don't, I want a community that is inclusive and, you know, this type of environment rather than maybe a, a different app that has a little bit more backlash? Um, I mean, I can tell you, and like I said, I, I wasn't here in the very beginning, like at the inception of Go Wild. Um, I can tell you what I, I know about sort of, you know, why and how it all came together. Um, and I guess to start with, um, there are four co-founders. And um, I think of each of them as probably ha- if you were to ask each of them, they may have a very different view of why Go Wild began and the concept of Go Wild. Um, our CEO, Brad Luttrell, he, you know, as, as, and he, I think he sparked, you know, a lot of um, the concepts in the beginning around an experience that he had. And I probably won't do his story justice, but I'll give you kind of the, the version of it that, that I remember and what stuck with me. Um, you know, he was, um, hunting. He was, his backgrounds in advertising and creative and photography and anything in the, you know, advertising and marketing space. He's, he's been there and done that. He's has a lot of experience in it and had, you know, his own, you know, Instagram, um, profile and has a lot of great content, um, within it. And he had shared something, you know, I think it was just a post of a deer that, that he had a success and, he got um, a comment from someone that he knew, that he knew fairly well. And so the comment was, you know, somewhat negative. I think the comment was something like, oh, you know, do you feel like a man now? Um, and it just, I think, hit a chord of like, wow, this is crazy. Why would I have this type of reaction from, number one, someone that knows me, but also just it's it makes it so public. And, you know, and, and then I think the the normal reaction to that is to defend yourself. And then as, as people experience that, it's like, it becomes a little bit exhausting over time, it, you know? And so I think he came away from that experience with the thought of if there was a way to, you know, have a space where that doesn't happen as often and not to say that someone may not come back on your post and question, you know, Oh, what did you use or why did you do this? Or, you know, and, and it gives people a chance to, to communicate and learn. It's certainly different than you're evil or, you know, I, I mean, I had that personally happen to me where I, there was a post of me and someone said I was evil human being. Oh, um, I've, so, I hear you. Yeah. So I think, you know, so some of that, and I think where, so back to, you know, the why it sort of sparked that first thought of like, you know, it doesn't have to be this hard. (laughs) It can't, you know, it should be more positive. 
And then I think, you know, the other co-founders, um, you know, started to kind of come on board with, hey, there's a need out there right now. There are people that I think anyone, you know, listening or even, you know, out there could agree that we've all been in situations where we've been misunderstood. And when you put something on social media and you get misunderstood, well, then it's exposed to a wider audience. And so I think what they tapped into was, hey, some of these things are misunderstood. It, it doesn't have to be you know, exposed in that way. We could create a space where um, you know, there's more positivity around it. And that's how the first initial concept of creating a, you know, an alternative social media platform began. And then the growth of that through bringing on, you know, the other founders, I think they all have brought in their own element of how to really create, you know, other dimensions of uh, what the app could do. So the activity tracking and bringing in, you know, other elements of design and how we, you know, how, how we create um, things that make sense for people based on the data that they're um, sharing. And I think, you know, it, it just has truly kind of put together a, a, a puzzle that was where and how do we want to share some of the things that we're doing if we like to hunt or fish or something that is misunderstood. I mean, there are a number of other um, things that can be followed and go wild, um, like predator hunting or big game hunting. And, you know, that can be sensitive in other platforms. Uh, so that is how I think, you know, it, what sparked um, the, the original concept. And I think it just continues to grow as, you know, as we're learning more from the community and really what we can do to impact, um, you know, the, the outdoor space and create, you know, an avenue for people to share and, um, and just tell their story in the way that's unique to them. Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear kind of the story and how it, how it got started. And I know personally I could, tell you a few different experiences of just getting backlash from some of my own posts. Like you had said, someone called you evil. I've, I've had that and worse <laughs> um, for the past few years on certain apps, specifically Instagram, because it's, it is one of those platforms that that's wide open. There's so many different people on there and opinions, um, which is good and bad. So having an app like this definitely sounds like a community for a community made for hunters, outdoorsmen and women. So I commend you guys all for, for getting it started. It's pretty awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I'm still fairly new um, to, to the, you know, to the industry as far, you know, from a career standpoint. Um, but I've always liked the outdoors and been a part of, it's been a part of my lifestyle you know, as far back as I can remember, I wasn't always a hunter, but I, um, you know, my, when I met my husband, he was, and I, it kind of got me interested in, in it as well. So I think, um, you know, it can be, uh, an activity that, you know, is somewhat intimidating. And I, I think that it, you know, certainly anything like, 
uh, what we're doing with Go Wild is going to help encourage more people um, that maybe they weren't exposed to it, but they would be interested in it if they, you know, had a way to get into it that was uh, more modern, um, like, a, you know, I mean, social media is just kind of becoming a part of, um, the, you know, something that we're all using every day. Right. Um, you mentioned the R3 efforts and, and the fact that you are a newer hunter. Um, I think just going off of that, especially being an adult um, and being a newer hunter, I think that's extra intimidating because this is just my opinion, opinion, but because people are more apt to teach, you know, kids about hunting and, and, you know, try to introduce them, but to get another adult to take the time to introduce you to hunting, say it's not your spouse, right? You don't have a spouse at the time and you want to get into hunting it's really hard to do. So I, I really do think that having, you know, a space that you can learn is stellar. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I mean, I think, you know, I was never, you know, like anti hunter by any means. I mean, I had family that hunted. I just never had really had a chance to get exposed to it myself and, or the resources too. And I think that is a big part of what's intimidating about it. Um, mm-hmm. and like you said, if you're an adult, um, it's like, where do I even begin? <laughs> um, and so I think, you know, the, the way that we, the people that are sharing things related to it on the app, it, it also like gives people a chance to see, okay, where, where would I start if I wanted to, or just to create awareness around why it's important um, and I think that kind of lends to, the, you know, the, the um, you know, philosophies behind R3 and what makes it so difficult to make a change for the future is to really get out the right awareness now so that that can happen. And right. The, the app is one space that I think it, that could impact that, um, you know, as long as people are collaborating and promoting, you know, the importance. I mean, I think another thing that's unique is that we have within the app is sharing um, recipes and, you know, talk about bringing everything full circle when it comes to hunting or fishing, you know, when, I mean, everyone loves food, right? So, (laughs) you know, I think that's something that, you know, creates another common ground and learning what you know, what other, you know, what hunters are doing and how they're, you know, what they're doing with their animal and how they're using it for food to put food on the table. I mean, that is something that, you know, is certainly a big part of what uh, we want people to have the chance to, to promote and share in the, in the community. Right. Um, so for the future, um, what kinds of goals do you guys have as a company or within the app? Um, I know you have a partnership with Garmin. Is there anything else coming up on the horizon that that you can share an inkling of, or or is it a little top secret? Um, I think there are some that are certainly um, top secret, but the, <laughs> the, <laughs> we've always got always got a lot of cool things cooking around here. Um, but the um, there, so we are going to um, partner, and this will be uh, announced shortly with uh, National Wild Turkey Federation. Uh, you know that it's an organization that 
you know, I'm sure your listeners are familiar with, but the, um, you know, they have a lot of focus on hunting heritage and, you know, growing their mentor mentorship programs. Um, and so that's one way that, you know, we will partner with them is to bring, um, you know, more of a tech side of things to, um, to, to those efforts. And, you know, I think they see, um, our platform as, you know, an opportunity to, um, give mentors and mentees access to each other, um, but also to create more awareness about, uh, the importance of, um, of get, you know, bringing new people into hunting, um, and not just hunting, but, um, conservation efforts and, um, and just, you know, the, the entire kind of circle of, um, of what it is that they're striving for. Um, and I think the fact that it's not, uh, the plat, our platform is, um, you know, more like-minded people are there. It will, it will be a much more welcoming and open, um, chance for, for people to have those kind of conversations. Very cool. I know it's a great organization. Um, and to see them coming on board with you guys is great to hear. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Awesome. So where can people download the app? Obviously you said iTunes and Android. Um, is there any other places that, uh, they should look for you or website? Yeah, so um, our website is timetogowild.com. Um, you can certainly learn a lot more about um, the features of the app and who we partner with um, and, and some of the, the great things that we have going on um, from the website. The, um, the, the downloading um, is available. Again, it's free, and it's available on iTunes and Google Play um, and now, which is fairly new to us, um, you can find us on Garmin's um, Connect IQ. So uh, Garmin has an app store that where apps that are very specific uh, to integrate with their devices uh, called Connect IQ, and we're available there as well. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, to chat with me today and um, sharing about the go wild app and everything. Um, I definitely I'm on it now, so I'll definitely be (laughs) trying to log some more time on there. I think I was sharing with you earlier that with any type of, you know, app or social media platform, um, it's, you know, you, the more you use it, the more you use it, I guess. Um, uh, So the more I open it up and kind of see what's going on, the more I want to go back to it. So it's pretty exciting. Great. That's what we like to hear. (laughs) Well, again, thanks for being on the show. And um, you guys can look for this podcast on all of the apps that we're on, as well as my website, alleyupnorth.com. I'll be posting a blog along with it. So check that out as well. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you, Allie. Take care.